everybody the clear tai chi mastermind meeting for friday march 17th of 2023 happy st patrick's day happy st patrick's day here at this time yep <laughs> um with us today is me your resident host richard clear uh, matt holker the regional organizer for maryville tennessee outside of knoxville hi everybody Welcome. mark Mashad in central michigan we'll tell you what parts <clears throat> excuse me yeah it's the uh Midwest Michigan area covering kind of Grand Rapids and Lansing. Welcome. Harry Legg in Verona, New Jersey, outside of New York City. Yeah, hi there. Thank you. Uh, the school is New Jersey Tai Chi, um, Verona, New Jersey. Yep, just about 15 miles away from Manhattan. And uh, we also have another instructor, uh, Paul Shansky, who's in Fairlawn, about a half hour from here. Thank you. Welcome. Art Don, who is in Greenbelt, Maryland, about... 12 miles outside of Washington, D.C.? That, that's exactly right, Chief. We're 12 miles yep. east of Washington, D.C. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. I should get more less sleep more often. Yeah. <laughs> Jim Canner in Costa Rica. He can tell you what parts. I know one of those parts is Juan Acosta. Okay. Buena vida, everyone. Uh, Jim Canner with Wuji Energy Arts. We are located in the beautiful village of Las Catalinas on the Pacific coast, about... Uh, 45 minutes from the Liberia airport. Welcome. Philip Chan in Columbus, Georgia. Hello. Hi, Phil. Ty Talbert in San Antonio, Texas. Actually, he's in a bedroom community outside of there. He'll tell you what it is. Hey, y'all. Uh, the school is Warrior Tai Chi. We are actually three miles out of San Antonio. We're doing classes in Converse and in Woodcrest. Welcome. And Sheila Bell, also in Costa Rica, and so she's going to tell you what parts once she takes herself off mute. Ah, uh, she must be working right now and unavailable. Well, she is also in Costa Rica. Jim, can you do you know which parts she's in? She'll be she'll be involved in the call as we go forward here. She's just obviously she's got tied up with something for a moment today. Yeah, Sheila's company is Balance Ideal, and she's based out of Playa Cocos, and she also teaches in Liberia. Thank you. All right. Um, so if you hear things that you like today, we've got a couple different things for you that tie into this. And by the way, this is the topic today is the movement for Tai Chi fighting applications with Mark Mashad. This will be his hour long presentation or 55 minute, whatever it ends up being there. Class at the Clear Tai Chi yearly gathering. It'll be the class coming up this June um, and that's at uh, that, if you want to see a listing on that uh, um, gathering of a bunch of mini workshops by a bunch of our instructors, most of the people here on the call will be there for that. And the, uh, and obviously we'll be there for that. And it'll be a great time, lots of fun, push hands, food, great food, um, a panel talk, all kinds of things. And that information for that gathering and if you miss this year's next year will also be great um at least if i have anything to say about it and that is at the tight that is tai chi gathering.com tai chi gathering.com that's where you'll go to find out about more of that and, and register and all those things uh, if you register early it includes a t-shirt and the banquet if you register late uh you'll have to order a t-shirt it'll come to you in the mail and pay for it and you'll have to also pay for your banquet so register early. Um, the other thing to know is that if you're liking what you're hearing about fighting applications and that kind of thing, 
We have a number of items available for those things. You would go to clearmartialarts.com. It includes some DVDs. It includes some online. Um, and it goes everything from eye, throat, and groin strikes to extreme bone breaks. Uh, those are DVDs you can also just watch online, buy and get online. Um, not that you have to buy them separately. So whichever one you're, is better for you. The, uh, it's not that you get both of those things. All right. You can buy them both. All right. Um, we also have a whole module of rapid apps where it's 10 to, I think the most, most we've got on one application there, one move is like 50 applications and they're done where it's just one after another, after another, after another, after another, and then they're broken down and actually taught. But you can see your, the goal there is to get you so comfortable with it and for what it is that you can do them really well, really quickly, really easily and that um, it then will influence your whole Tai Chi. And that is what we found for, has happened for everyone who has studied that, which is a number of people now. Um, and to get that, go to clearmartialarts.com. And in that case, you'd be looking at our fast applications. Um, mm -hmm. If you're already a member of the uh, monthly, uh, the Clear Tai Chi monthly online program, it is module five of the level two program of the intermediate Tai Chi program, but it, it, it is available on its own for people who just really want to get that intensive study in on the applications and be able to really like use the Tai Chi at that kind of speed um, and efficiency. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so check it out. It's the, the fast applications or fast apps um, on clear, like you said, clearmartialarts.com. Um, and there's lots and lots of training, uh, great training available there. So even if that's not your thing, it's worth checking out and seeing what is there because there's probably something for you if you're into Tai Chi. Yep, there is something there for you if you're <laughs> into Tai Chi. All right, um, and I did see I did see how much it affected um, for this for the rapid apps. How much it affected everybody here that did the work for that. Mm -hmm. How much it affected their Tai Chi overall and really made a difference to it. So. I can definitely speak to that. Having gone through it myself, it really does. It makes, it gives you a whole new perspective on each and every move. Um, and it gives you a whole new sort of range of things to be thinking about and, uh, and working on when you're doing your form work. Um, it's really, it, it is, it is a game changer for your Tai Chi practice. And that's it. That's at uh, clearmartialarts.com. All right. Cool. All right, Mark. Um, take it away. Movement for Tai Chi fighting application. Alrighty, yeah. The uh, kind of the the thing that got me going on this particular idea was uh, I had started out in uh, like hard style martial arts, karate, jujitsu, wrestling, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, so as as I was looking from the outside in at Tai Chi, uh. You, you, you see certain things, um, something that seems that uh, some of the things I seemed to, that I saw was uh, students in Tai Chi seem to struggle with understanding the theory and putting it into practice because each style kind of has its own theory, like why it does what it does. And uh, it seems like a lot of students in Tai Chi aren't sure what that is. Like maybe they haven't been told or or maybe it's just that they're moving through the form, but and it's never been addressed. But a lot of students don't seem to be able to, in in like a live situation, put their put their techniques into practice. Um, 
the another thing too is I noticed that uh, uh, there's a, they kind of they seem to neglect their footwork. So the only real footwork practice they're getting is when they do their form. Mm -hmm. So they're taking their three steps three steps forward, three steps back, three steps to the side, three steps to you know back that sort of thing, but without moving freely around like a ring, for example, or around a space, uh, you have to be able to move organically, smoothly, and, and transition between steps. And, 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 and that's something that seems to be lacking. Um, mm -hmm. And then when people do try, to, uh, do try to fight with Tai Chi, what they're doing is they're, they're scavenging from uh, external martial arts. So they're, what they're doing is they're taking an external martial art way of moving, you're saying that this isn't everybody, but it's it's common. Common, yeah, it's very common to where to where it uh, it sends the wrong message to the outside world about what Tai Chi is. Yep. And uh, and and the best way I could liken it, um, and and what happened was the thing that really made it made it click for me and figure out kind of what the problem was, is we you and I were sparring like a year and a half ago, mm -hmm. year year and a half ago, and when I sparred with you. It took me a minute to, I, it took me probably a couple of weeks to process what it was I was experiencing. And what it is, is I was using, I was thinking of fighting like chess, which is what a lot of people are doing. That's really not what Tai Chi is doing. Tai Chi is more like Go, the Japanese uh, game of yep. Go. You're controlling space. Yep. And so what is happening is if you're fighting someone who's, who's using Tai Chi properly, you feel like you're fighting a blanket and you feel like you never have enough space if you're being crowded. Even when you're far away from me, when you're just outside a kicking range, I could have that sense of like I felt crowded a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And so, so that kind of was the uh, impetus for, for this research I did to figure out kind of what the, what the problem was. And so one thing I did is I went into, uh, uh, went into the internet because there's a, uh, like I said, there's a, an image that Tai Chi is, is not for fighting. Right. And so I found 10 websites that had all done um, their, their uh, they were like, uh, where some martial arts expert had gone through and you know, looked at all martial arts. And they, they, they had lists of what the 10 worst martial arts for self-defense were. <laughs> and Tai Chi was on all of them. At the top of the list. Usually it was number one. Yeah. Not always, but usually. Yeah. And uh, that that's that's quite telling, you know. And and to to a certain extent, when you do Tai Chi, you're kind of offended a little bit. It makes you bristle. I imagine it does that for you all. You know how you got to use it, but you also know that obviously there's a large population out there that they know the form and they don't know anything else. And if they just know the form, you like somebody learning a, a white belt kata, going through that kata and going, okay, I know how to fight with this, and it's like. No, you know a form. That's not the same thing by a lot. I, I think my experience with Tai Chi people in the past, maybe who weren't super skilled with fighting, is that even they are kind of prickly or offended. Some of them are because they have this wow. thing that it's the ultimate fighting style. Yeah, if you know, if you train to fight with it. Yeah. Not, not, so, if, you're, not if you're doing choreography on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, what I did is I, I went through um, hundreds of video. Well, first of all, what I did was I went through those 10 sites and I just wanted to get a snapshot. What is it that they're seeing? 
because I can learn a lot. There, there's always a kernel of truth. Mm. So what they're, you know, if you're honest with yourself, you look at it, you can look at it and go, oh, and then you assess yourself and you make adjustments, right? And mm. you can also use that as a vetting process when you're, when you're looking for a Tai Chi school. And uh, so when you look at the history of Tai Chi, it's called Tai Chi Chuan, means supreme ultimate fighting method. In other words, it should be one of the best. And yeah. if you look at the stories, um, there's That's all sorts of really master. amazing stories about the fighting skill of Tai Chi masters. Yeah. And, uh, and it was not something where it was just them talking. Other people in the past were talking about them. They were in the open tournament stuff where they were out on the floor and fighting somebody that could fight. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that uh, had a style that, that the style was about fighting, not about all of the other things that Tai Chi can get into. And they were, yeah. And so it was... It was a like going to an MMA match thing, uh, but using the Tai Chi. Yeah. And and you you actually had a, a teacher in China who fought in the last full contact match, right? Yeah, full te- last full contact death matches. Yeah. He primarily used Xing Yi and Dongbei and some other systems, but he understood the Tai Chi as well. Yeah. So so obviously at some point it was legit and real, like like yeah. top notch. And so when I looked into the uh, analysis of uh, just kind of, I have some rough, some little statements here from these sites. Uh, and so one of them said, is Tai Chi even considered a martial art anymore? Another one said. Uh, well, and to be fair, there are a bunch of people doing Tai Chi that will tell you that it's not Tai Chi twin, that it's Tai Chi. Yeah. And that they're doing the form with their head in the clouds and the you know moving through the moves and that it's a meditation and for the health and. And yeah. even though they're not able to tell you anything about the health, that's a different story. The, uh, but then that they're that they'll tell you right now. I don't know how to fight with that, and I'm not learning how to fight with that. I don't want to learn how to fight with yeah. that. And that's what those folks are doing. And unfortunately, that may be as large of a number for what Tai Chi Twin is as ninety plus percent. Like nine out of ten are doing it that other way. Yeah. yeah. So. Does that mean that maybe the largest style of Tai Chi that's being practiced is cloud heads? Cloud heads. What was that? What did he say? <laughs> it's not worth repeating. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. But the, um, uh, and the other thing is, is for what you're talking about too, is that it's not like you go to the other martial arts study and then come back to Tai Chi and have to decipher it. It's okay to do that, but that's not where you should start. Where you should start mm-hmm. is having a teacher and all the clear Tai Chi uh, teachers on here and the, and the people who actually represent our style worldwide, this is part of the training, is that they have applications for the Tai Chi, both both uh, straight out, this move does this, this move does that, and, and each of those moves having an average of 75 or so applications each at the basic level. Um, then, but, but where you're doing that, and then also different kinds of push hands for use, which is teaching you about contact and proximity and space and distance, and then actually fighting methods. And we do a fighting method each year, and then how those fighting methods work to utilize that information um, in a fighting context um, that way. Anyways, so, but learning, learning the fighting from somebody that actually knows how Tai Chi is used and then, okay, now what happens when it's engaging with MMA or with the wrestling or with the boxing or with the kickboxing, you know, whatever the style, the other kind of a style that's out there might be, how is that 
movement and how is that level of contact and how is that uh, all those things. Um, and then you can draw information or look in the Tai Chi and see that a bunch of that stuff is in there. Um, a bit different, but that it is hard and fast and, and those kind of things. Don't confuse hard and soft with internal and external. They're different things. So one of the harder things that people usually don't get used to is that because they've looked at like a young, sometimes a Wu style of Tai Chi, they think that all the Tai Chi to be internal at all is soft. But that's not true. My teachers early, from early on taught Tai Chi is hard and soft. It is internal. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so uh, some of the things that they, some of the uh, conclusions they re reached in these sites were, uh, uh, let's see, Tai Chi is one of the worst martial arts to learn. Um, okay. Martial art where trophies are given out for fighting the air instead of the opponent. Um, useless martial arts to learn. Worst martial arts to learn to protect yourself. And, uh, and then when I got to their analysis of why they were saying these things, what was the, what was the background of the, what was the kind of the, the yeah, evidence? Where, where, they, where are they getting their information that Tai Chi is such a horrible fighting style, right? Yeah. 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 And, uh, and so what they were what they were saying by what they had seen was that the tai chi people had no real-time experience um tai chi advocates say they will employ their opponent's energy against them with little effort without ever acknowledging that they have no idea how to implement it when being attacked by someone being both violent prepared yeah um more of an awkward solo dance party than a practical self-defense tool. Um, tai Chi students. One of the differences in our style is that I've actually used um, all of the fighting methods at least once in a real street level situation of, uh, while being attacked, and and all of that. And some of them I yeah. used more more than a few times, um, not all of them. Well, and our training for the combat Tai Chi is very much um, hands-on and sparring-based and... Um, safety safety in mind, but not, not... It's not the solo dance party in the air and yeah. somehow, somehow you magically know how to fight. Um, it's not that. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Jim, what were you going to say? Yeah, I was going to ask you, Mark, uh, these huh? resources, these websites that you're finding, are they Tai Chi websites or are these other martial arts schools that are teaching something different? So some of them were other schools. Um, well, first of all, if I'm looking for, if I'm looking for the, the propaganda that's, because there's this message out there that Tai Chi is ineffective. If I go to Tai Chi sites, they're all going to say it's the most effective art there is. So I, this is this is almost all people who are outside of Tai Chi. I some mean, the question when I when I talked to somebody, like I had some met somebody in the supermarket that I knew from years ago, uh, the other night, and he asked me about some things about what we were doing, and I was talking to him briefly, and I was like, you know, Tai Chi and the complete martial art of Tai Chi, and he was like, Tai Chi is a martial art. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, it's got self defense things, and you know, and he had the normal thing that people have, which is, isn't that that really slow stuff? Mm -hmm. It's like, well, not when you're using it martially, it's not, but, but in the normal basic practice of like movements that most people are familiar with the beginner, the, the, the kindergarten, 
version and then your your cool down and your your warm up and your cool down yes it's that but there's a lot lot that's like one percent or less of the art there's all the other 99 percent there's a lot of other things anyway sorry go ahead even though the the what people see 99.9 percent .9 of the time is that form the whatever form it is being done slow in a non-martial kind of a context typically you know and when i say that if you're even if you're thinking about using it as that you know, and then you'll get people that will take the Tai Chi and be like, well, <clears throat> well, now it's not Tai Chi anymore, right? They're doing all kinds of things that are off. But, um, but when they're going through, even if they know there's a martial thing to it and are aware of it, you're not doing it in a particularly martial way. You're thinking martially, but you're not doing anything that would lend itself to that other than thinking about it. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, um, another thing is they noticed that... Uh... Tai Chi students never never spar. Neither do they type. Do they use any sort of live drills against a partner who's putting up resistance? Well, what's interesting about that is that they're saying that that's the stand again. Tai Chi, not Tai Chi Twin. Mm -hmm. That would commonly be true because they're just doing the form again and again and again. But if they're yeah. saying about Tai Chi Twin as the whole martial art, there are other styles and schools, not just ours, that do mm -hmm. the sparring and do the pressure testing and, and resistance and all of that stuff. Um, the, uh, the, the bigger issue is, is that there's more of them that are mixing MMA into it, calling it Tai Chi, than there are people doing Tai Chi currently. But there are other Tai Chi people where they're doing that whole thing. Yeah, but it, it doesn't even sound like the MMA thing is what these guys are talking about. They basically looked at a bunch of Tai Chi people that are not doing it doing for that. fighting, that are specifically not trying to do it for fighting, and said, well, that doesn't fight so well. And well, well duh. Yeah, and well, but, it for that. yeah, but Tai Chi, not Tai Chi Twin, they're right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, but it doesn't sound like they've looked at anyone who's really doing it for fighting, because everyone I know who's doing it for that... Um, has some level of uh, of like engagement with another person in as a as a very regular and and you know uh, substantial part of their training. If I had somebody that was really curious and they couldn't they couldn't travel and they're not near any of the clear Tai Chi instructors, I'm gonna see who the closest like Chen stylist is to them. That's a real Chen stylist and go go interact with that guy. They may or may not have it, but but commonly out of the styles, they're the one that's most likely going to have martial things going on that are going to be noticeable a little more respectable to somebody that's all about fighting right for their martial art um and then after that i'd have to look and see individual practitioners which there are some and i and i know who they are but again it's it's not the bigger part of the population in tai chi but if you're going to do tai chi twin the whole art it is our book that we're working on i've made sure to put in there and there's over 50 pages just on the fighting just on the application and how it's used and how you fight with it and that kind of stuff and i made it a point and i'm making it a point in the book that the thing i'm talking about here is the whole art tai chi twin not just tai chi because because of tai chi so often it's just the form and that's not a martial art that's that's a health practice or a mind practice or you know by and by health i mean you're getting off the couch and you're doing something other than sitting there eating bonbons um the uh because there's better health in that in tai chi but not just because you went through the moves other than other than you're you know you're like that anyways um the uh da, da, da. anyways so that's that's what i got for now sorry go ahead but I, but I... 
interject a question. Mm-hmm. It's, it's related to something you mentioned earlier about the stepping. So one of the things is uh, when we do form, our stepping, we just do one step at a time. We're not closing distance to engage someone and we're not retreating quickly to avoid someone when we do form. Um, and one of the things- definitely going through the motions. And even if you had it better than that, it's a health thing. It's not like I'm thinking about, not like you're thinking about strategic movement right. while you're going through the form. Normally, even people thinking about it martially, they need to, they set, like in our curricula, uh, including in that module five for the fast apps, I put a part in there just specifically about stepping and footwork and using it. Oh, interesting. And that kind of thing. That is in that module. Um, and I did that separately specifically because I realized that when I was doing most of the moves that um, that although I showed some leg things, it wasn't getting into the footwork and the stepping as much because it's okay. just, it just doesn't lend itself to that unless you pull it out and look at it for itself. So, so let, let me ask a question about this because I've been thinking, it's puzzled me for a while. So one of the things when I was doing ninjutsu, my understanding, Ty, and, you know, I, I didn't get as far as you did, but my understanding in ninjutsu was a lot of the power comes from weight transfer when we step. So in many of the applications in ninjutsu, we step at least once, often twice, and the horizontal movement of the body mass is a significant part of the power. It's not the only power source, but it is a power source, yes. Okay, so that is part of Tai Chi as well. Oh, absolutely, right now. Okay, because that's it's it's not something, I know that we get some of the power from dropping root and from other things, but I had not, I had not been introduced to that part of generating power in Tai Chi up until this point. Is, is that, uh, from a simple standpoint, that a lot of people, I've seen this, They'll think it's about the momentum going forward. And yes. that's not how you generate power with it. That doesn't mean you couldn't get some from it or whatever, or a shift and getting where you've got weight coming out. But it's not, it's not certainly not primary. And even when you look like you're doing that, you're doing some other things to derive that power. Okay. Interesting. And I really trained where you're not having to think about that, where it's much more automatic because you don't have time to think about that in a, in a Self-defense situation is quick. You can't be like, okay, okay. I'm going to my weight. I'm going to do No, what you're going to do is wake up on the floor if you're lucky enough to wake up. <laughs> um, it's got to be that it's already there. And so there's ways of training the set with that in mind. And, and we've got that again in our curriculum. In fact, that's what the, I think Mark is going to talk some about that at, at his uh, gathering. At his gathering workshop. workshop right? the public and yeah. introducing mm-hmm. it. So cool. Yeah, Ty. Okay. Now, Ty was going to say you. something. Yeah, thank you for bringing that up, Phil, because... Basically, I had been using my ninjutsu footwork for my Tai Chi, especially the angle portion of it. Not so much for getting power, but using angles and closing down spaces so that people didn't have a way to escape. Yeah, go to the module five um, on our intermediate Tai Chi program, which you can get at clearmartialarts.com and, and you know get the module five, the fast apps, the Tai Chi fast apps. And in there, there's a section that's labeled about footwork for fighting. 
and that's okay. all that, that's uh, and there's a piece in there that that's just about that and then like you said mark's going to introduce part of it probably sounds like at the uh gathering so let's let him get back to it sorry all the <laughs> no, no, that's, that's we, cool. we generated a ton of discussion and mark hasn't even gotten to his questions yet like he actually <laughs> has questions <for> <laughs> Oh, we've just been busy picking his brain. Anyway, go ahead, Mark. And anyway, let me let me just add another piece of two cents. So, as far as supreme ultimate fist, there are at least some authors. I think both Francis and I think Yang Jing Ming has said supreme ultimate fist does not is not a boast that it's the most effective fighting system. The supreme ultimate is referring to the underlying philosophy. The boast is about the underlying philosophy and the fist is a system that evolves out of the philosophy. Yeah, I can speak to that directly. They were, the Chen's, uh, they had a bunch of different names for all the different arts that had kind of informed it, but the Chen family was like a bottleneck for the system at that point in history. And they were looking for a good name to brand their art. And at some point, a Taoist philosopher who was familiar with the sort of sub-philosophy of Tai Chi, the supreme ultimate polarity of like heaven and earth and yin and yang and these things, saw the martial art demonstrated and said- They were fighting, they were fighting, the guy was fighting fighting with it. And he said that, what that dude is doing is the embodiment of Tai Chi. That is the martial art of of this philosophy of Tai Chi. And the Chen's went, wait a minute, supreme ultimate fist? Yeah, that's what we're calling it. We're calling it that from now on. <laughs> and um, so it wasn't really a boast in its origin, but they're using it as a boast. They absolutely are. <laughs> and, and I think that those two definitions are not mutually exclusive. They really, there's an overlap there, you know? Yeah. And so. twin fist at that point was really kind of referring to fighting style, mm-hmm. which is kind of how we would look at that. So like Xing Yi twin, which is Xing Yi fist you know, the five, five element fist shapes, that kind of a thing. And so a fist being that it is there indicating a martial style. Anyway, sorry, Mark, go ahead. Uh, could I just interject for a month? Sure. <clears throat> that I had a teacher who um, said, if you look at the historical meaning of the pictographs in the, in the Chinese letters, that you could also interpret the Tai Chi as a human standing like a tree uh, between heaven and earth with mouth and hand. In other words, breath and yeah. limbs, right? Yeah, so, connected so that's another breath. interesting, um, yeah. Yeah. This is what Carly's class will be at the gathering is gonna deal with this subject a bit. Oh yeah, that's right, yeah. All right, Mark. Well, I'm afraid we're out of time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's wrap up. No. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so after doing looking at the analysis other people had done, what I did was I went online and I tried to find every possible strip of video showing Tai Chi people uh, either in push hands or in actual like um, like real combat or or some sort of sporting event that was full contact. And uh, it was it was not great. <laughs> most most of the clips, uh, almost all of them, the the Tai Chi person loses badly and quickly. And so I did an analysis of what was going on with that, what I could see. And so one thing is they're demonstrating a, a low level of fighting ability. 
and I can get into lower, that in a minute. Lower, but, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I'll get into that in a minute. What 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 I saw from that. Um, but one thing is, the one thing that for for the seminar I'm going to be doing is, uh, if you look at um, footwork or controlling space, if you look at just any sort of fighting at all, whether it's a schoolyard fight, a bar brawl, uh, a a martial arts competition, there's kind of like levels. You can see how good somebody is by their footwork. And so if someone has no footwork, they're a very low level of skill. And if you've ever seen two kids in like the seventh or eighth grade, they just stand toe to toe and they swing, right? And nobody, no, no, everybody forgets to move. And then the next level would be somebody learns, hey, I can move forward back. I can kind of dip out and move back in, right? Then the next level is kind of a side to side movement. Because then when they attack, you move to the side and you're right there and you don't have to do a, a step to move back to move in. You, you're right there. Yeah. And then you have uh, the really, what's that? Requires a little better timing. So you're not getting yeah. hit, but it's much more strategically advantageous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Then the next level will be kind of like being able to change directions under pressure. And then the ability to control the space. So you're not just controlling your movement, but their movement. And, uh, and almost most of the fighters in the, that I saw on the internet were like no movement or a little bit of forward back. And mostly mm-hmm. they were like backpedaling, yeah, and getting getting <laughs> trampled into the ground, right? And- uh, As soon as I, I tell you that when I got, when I, when I first saw the, like even the first one where you saw a Tai Chi guy getting, supposed Tai Chi guy, getting the crap beat out of him, that um, I didn't know what the, I, I figured the outcome of the video was gonna be bad, but didn't know, cause it was like Tai Chi master, you know, like that, and they start off, and the dude does this, and he's frozen in place. And I went, "Oh, this is going to be bad," and it will, and it was. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I've seen that one. Yeah, it was yeah, really obvious. He's about to get bad. the dude doesn't know anything about how to fight with Tai Chi. I um, felt kind of sorry for him. Did, obviously. Well, yeah. what's funny is this: you know, the same people that recognize Tai Chi as this, um, you know, uh, very valid and very formidable martial arts style once upon a time um they they used to comment on how fast and deceptive the footwork was like that was a new known for fast it. footwork. No, that's been forgotten over the last hundred years but but uh but it was at one time known for having very deceptive and fast footwork mm-hmm. which goes directly to you know what you were saying and you know when you see these these supposed tai chi guys come out and they're lead footed and stuck in place and they're barely moving. Um, you know, they, they can't really know how to fight with Tai Chi because that's not how the, the guys who were beating everybody a hundred years ago were doing it. You know, they were moving their feet. I've actually had two Tai Chi instructors who made me take cha cha lessons. Well, we had cha cha lessons as part of class. <laughs> well, that'd be a fun way to get footwork. Yes. I would think that'd be kind of fun. We should get Daniel to. You should get Daniel to teach a class. Yeah, well, Mark may be rethinking some of his presentation points at the gathering now. <laughs> you don't want to see me dance. That's like a wounded animal. <laughs> I, I can see it now. Cha cha for fun, health, and killing people. <laughs> <laughs> That's not original, Jim. Uh, he's now deceased, but people will leave us. Use those terms exactly. 
right. You Sorry. know, I was just thinking. There's something very interesting as now that you mentioned it is in cha cha. The the beginner's mistake is to take a long back step and to and to drop your weight back into your heel, and then it's very slow getting off. And the proper back step actually you you the the ball of the foot hits goes back. Uh, the heel does not touch the ground, and then you go immediately forward. And that really, when I think of it, that really, I can see why they told you to take those classes. Yep. Yeah. And there's a lot of very small side-to-side movements. So That's right. Very cool. <laughs> very controlling space. Controlling, take, getting command of the space. Yep. Sorry. Go ahead, Mark. Well, as you say, Sifu, I think you have an option here for a new DVD, Cha-Cha for Type T. Uh, Hi, Cha-Cha-Cha. I don't know. I would have to take a lot more Cha-Cha lessons to be able to do that. Bill might be able to put that one. I had some many years ago for a little bit. But it's been a while. Yeah, that was Bruce Lee's specialty. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he did other dances, but he was a cha-cha champion in, in, in Hong Kong. And Master Ma was a, I don't know if he was a champion, but he he was known for the cha-cha Master Ma Yuliang. Yeah. No, I th- I'm, I'm pretty sure he competed and actually won, he won yeah. contests, uh, as far as I know, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, Mark. Yeah, so when I when I look when I analyzed the videos, what I saw was they had poor positioning and defense, poor footwork. They were unstable under pressure. Their footwork was unstable under pressure, not controlling the space, poor conditioning, and they didn't seem to have an understanding of um, fighting from a Tai Chi perspective, the the tactics and strategy. Uh, what I saw them doing a lot of times was like they kind of, you could see you could sense an unsureness of how to proceed. And they would usually start doing like a crappy boxing or would start mimicking whatever the opponent was doing. So if it was a karate person, they start standing like a karate person or if it was a Muay Thai person, they start to stand like a Muay Thai person. And uh, that didn't work out great for them. Um, nope. <laughs> if you're going to stand like the other guy, you better know how to fight his fight better than he does. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and then there seemed to be no power to their techniques. They had poor timing. And, and more importantly, psychologically unprepared for violence. You could mm. sense fear on a lot of them, especially if they got hit once. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could see it in their body language then after they got poked once or knocked down, visibly shaken. Now, the thing is, you know, so with clear Tai Chi, none, I have not, none of that is true. All the stuff I just told you is completely opposite or contrary to when we're doing clear Tai Chi. Well, we tried to train it to be a yeah. lot smarter and better than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, so with Tai Chi, there's proper positioning and defense. Okay. Um, proper stable footwork suitable to all terrain. So, so um, a lot of martial arts train for the ring. So they have a way of moving, see, that's conducive to, to being a a stable, uh, stable um, uh, ground with uh, with good footing, yeah. mm-hmm. and that's not necessarily going to be the case in the real world. Usually, in it's the not. real world, you could have uneven terrain. You could be fighting in the dark, um, fighting on the deck of a ship. You just don't know. It could be anywhere. I was going to say wet, 
wet and and areas that are slick or gravel that's some stuff that's going to slide very common about half the year well I, you know my started in karate i see you marketing and you're up in michigan and i was in minnesota those northern m states and like like five to six months out of the year you got to be very concerned with your footing because there's all sorts of snow and ice everywhere and those high kicks aren't quite so uh you don't you don't want to quite, quite throw those so so much as you do in the dojo um, when you're out on slick ice. <laughs> and, and even throwing a, a punch, if you're using karate and you throw a punch, there's a little bit of a slide between the feet where you're going to injure the uh, muscles on the insides of the legs. Mm -hmm. You feel a little like a little, like a jerk or pull because your yeah. feet slide out a little. Yeah. Um, so, so anyways, uh, um, clear Tai Chi also shows you how to control space. It cultivates internal skills for body conditioning to take and receive blows and proper breathing for endurance as a cohesive strategy utilizing tactics to implement techniques from the Tai Chi form effectively in combat. Teaches proper timing. Um, psychologically prepares you for combat through pressure testing. Does, does anybody have, uh, um, just because I, I said a whole lot there about the clear Tai Chi, in relation to or in opposition to that outside uh, um, propaganda, I guess you'd say, or observations from the outside world, um, does anybody have any uh, any uh, insights? Because I know some of you have done other martial arts. Uh, does anybody have any comments or insights related to what I just said? Well, I'll mention um, one of my students who's former law enforcement, um, and he's in two different karate systems uh, prior to coming to me. Uh, and, he, and he maintains that. In one, he's a second-degree black belt. In another, he's a fourth-degree. I think it's in Gojiru, but I may be misspeaking regardless. Um, and he took Sifu Clear's um, water fighting method workshop two years ago. And one of my favorite comments that he made, and he was dead serious, he was mortified. And he said, oh, my God. Should we be teaching this to people? Because it was that <laughs> devastating, and he was serious. Um, and it, well, as a law it, enforcement it, professional, I'm sure he's going like, "Oh my god, I don't want you know your yes. average like street hooligans learning how to do this." Um, yes, and and one of the things uh, going back to your you know at the beginning of this uh, segment, Mark, where you were talking about all the people online and whatnot, constantly. There have been those that have tried to goad Sifu Clear or any of us to, well, let's see it. Show us video of you fighting. And we know that they're just going to be the ridiculous armchair quarterbacks. They're going to think they know what they're seeing, but they're not. They also wanted to just try to deconstruct it and then try to teach it themselves when they have no freaking clue. So the fact that we don't show it is for very good reason. If you're serious about wanting to learn this, what what do you have to lose but to pay for one of the workshops, come to it, and then if you find out it was a crock of crap, well, you're free to say so online. Well, and if, and that ain't going to happen. If really wants to see and it come out live and there aren't cameras, um, and that's the trick part is I'm not going to let them film me. Right. Um, I will absolutely happily show them and I'll show them just enough so that they get it very clearly. And then they'll be like, okay, that's it. I showed you. 
Yeah. I'll be like, but I can't do it yet. That's right. You're going to pay for that. That's not free. Yeah. And they never do show up. And some of them are only a few hours away from Tennessee where Sifu Clear is. So there you go. <laughs> anyway. And now a word from our sponsor. When Tai Chi fights, it is vicious. Every move in Tai Chi has at least one eye, throat, or groin strike concealed in the movement. For much more on that, go to ViciousTaiChi.com. I created a course that shows where the quick and dirty fight enders are hidden in the Tai Chi form. Many of the applications are so simple that you can pick them up just by watching the video. The course has a broad selection of moves that are common in most Tai Chi forms. And once you watch the applications in this program, you will start seeing eye, throat, and groin strikes everywhere in Tai Chi. Once again, that course is available at ViciousTaiChi.com. That's ViciousTaiChi.com. Uh, I, I have a question. So one of the things that you mentioned, Mark, was the that part of clear Tai Chi is the learning the ability to absorb punishment. And, and certainly iron body is a large part about of that. Do is is iron bell or or learning to absorb punishment in the head? Is that part of clear tai chi or the head's not first? First, you need to be able to do this at the body level really well. Okay. And then, and then, um, and then we are avoiding parts like direct to the spine and these kinds of things. And like on the hard part of the sternum, if the person's got that and throat and eye and those kind of things, right? But then once somebody has built up the areas that are, if you do it wrong, it's less likely to damage you and get good at that. Then we start adding and like the ribs too, to some degree. And I, all I only mean in terms of like a direct intended impact in but then like the ribs are one of the first ones once they've got other body parts working and then over time and the and then the spine and then um and then eventually yeah the head too and all of okay that. Yeah, in there but it is further up because if you're going to make a mistake i want it to make a mistake i want you to make a mistake like um chest level belly level where it's like <laughs> and a couple minutes later you're okay I don't want you to make a mistake where it's like, oh boy, we get to go to the hospital now and explain this, you know, um, via or try to explain this or explain to the family why this person's impaired from now on, you know, uh, that he didn't need the left eye, you know, it's okay. The, uh, and so for, for doing it. So it is that eventually what you asked, like where it's at the head too, but you don't start there. And then there is some that if somebody wanted that or needed that, let's say they're already a fighter and they're going, I got to be able to do some of this at the head level. Well, if they can't do it at their body, it's like, look, you can't even do this at your body level. And the head's harder because it's so much bone. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, and so now you've got ways that you can move and relax and, and all kinds of stuff. And there's some training for that. And it can be done very nice and then built up. Right. There's a there's a progression there so that you can get to where you can really do shots and that kind of thing. Although, ideally, for me, you know, somebody's saying, hey, we're going to hit you in the head again and again, or we're going to hit you in the heart again and again, or we're going to hit you in the throat again and again, or we're going to hit you in the groin again and again. This is not healthy. This is you don't want this. And so you do want to train and be able to do it, but you don't want to make a regular habit if you're just taking shots. Taking, I mean, it's you're going to end up dying real young or, or having other, con you know, having boxer, the, the, the boxer problems where they're uh, what punched is it? well punched, yeah. 
um, you know, where they've got damage because they took too many uh, bad hits to those places. And even though they could weather it better than, and, and realistically for their martial art, it was still really unhealthy for them. And so uh, there's just some really smart overall things there that ideally are being done, but that are being done very carefully and being done so that you're not overdoing, so that you're doing it well and that you're not doing it, overdoing it or receiving a lot of damage to any of these vital areas that really aren't so good about taking damage, right? That over time, it's a problem. Uh, it's not hard to give somebody a concussion. I literally can do it, take an open hand, like if you think a bunch of the Tai Chi moves and it looked like I just went, I can't even do it to his arm because his arm's injured right now from something he did. But, um, but if I'm here, bang, just that, I can give most people a concussion right now. And so, um, and so they, and, and so you don't want to be doing that, right? Because it's to most people, like if I did that to students regularly, then I have a bunch of students. So, like, oh, okay, we're changing how to fight with Tai Chi, you know, well, that's my name, you know, and oh God. So, so you have to be smart about it and there is ways to train it and there's ways to train it safely and, there, and then, um, and to build it up so that you can do better and more, but carefully, carefully and not overdoing it for sure. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I know some of you on the call were at your um, heart style training mm-hmm. that you just had recently, heart style fighting training. And uh, maybe they could comment a little bit on, you know, I, I just went over some of these uh, points having to do with fighting that I see in clear Tai Chi, proper positioning, stable footwork, control space internal skills to receive blows and proper endurance from breathing, cohesive strategy and tactics, where you're actually using, you're actually using the moves out of the form. You can actually pull the actual moves off. Um, Timing, psychologically preparing you for combat. Maybe some of you could talk a little bit about uh, the hard style we just went through, uh, what you experienced through that. Well, I could say I uh, to jump in. He's, he's got the benefit, by the way. I'll add this real quick before he tells you whatever he's going to tell you. He saw a guy attacking me where I did that method for real. And I actually was attacked later where I did the method for real, not as soon as I should have. Um, but it goes to what Phil was saying, where I, I actually had to turn it on uh, like three to four punches to my head into the fight. Um, I was well, already... and, and to, to be honest, from everything I've heard, it wasn't like he said, hey, man, let's fight. Right. It was, no, bam, 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 bam. oh, crap, I'm being attacked. Right. So, um, surprise. And so, um, but yeah, so that, so, um, yeah, I, I got a little cut over my eye. Um, you know, some of the, the like muscles and tendons in my jaw kind of swole up for a day and it was kind of hard to chew and. Um, you know, it, it, it had an effect, but I didn't get a concussion. I didn't get knocked out. He didn't cave my skull in. He's had the training that I was talking about too, for building that up. So he was able to, even in the midst of being hit to, to have that online right now. Otherwise it would have, it would have either given him the concussion or knocked him out. You know, it would have either technically knocked him out or it would have knocked him out cold. The mm-hmm. dude was up. What everything he said is dude like dumped on him and was up over top of him swinging, trying to take him out. Mm-hmm. And, and you uh, can kind of see that with the lumps but anyway. yeah but uh, but uh but then i did turn on 
the uh, the hard method um, that way, and uh, and it worked. It worked very effectively. Um, it worked in every way that you're talking about. But I had to have every one of the pieces that you're talking about really online. I had to be very mindful of controlling the space. Had to keep my feet moving and really under me, um, but you know, moving the way we do in the hard method. Um, I had to be very aware of my position in relation to him and what kinds of responses I might have to come up with. Um, not that I was thinking about them in terms of Tai Chi moves, but I was ready to do those kinds of applications based on whatever he was trying. I had to use the breathing um, and, and my voice and that kind of stuff. And um, and that that uh, intensity and that preparedness for like, this is a violent encounter. He's already slugged me a bunch of times. This is not a joke. This is not. And, and he's, he's having to think that while the dude is still doing it. Right. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I had to have every one of those pieces there. And then it worked exactly like uh, like it was supposed to. And I was able to control the space with it well enough where he wasn't able to land another shot. And I actually drove him back towards the door. And then I told him, get out of here. And he did. He turned and ran out the door. By the way, this was a trained MMA guy. Mm -hmm. Could have been in a bunch of fights. Yeah, I didn't know that at the time. I found that out later, but um, but yeah. The uh, one of the things that happens when I'm training hard method, and you all, all of you who were at the last class experienced it, is that somebody that sees it from the side, if they saw the whole training, at some point there, one of the things that people would go, and he had noticed it before. I don't remember if he had commented on it before or not from seeing me at other times. Is that I can I, there's a point there where when I'm trying to convey what should be going on i get really 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 intense and i get intense because i want you to get the reality of that situation like the saint playtime and it's not going to be fun or nice and he had seen me do that and all that and i and from what i gathered had thought that i was just being kind of extreme on the self-defense side or something and after he got attacked and came back the first thing he said was i get it now it really, it felt like it all clicked into place in the, on the spot because I knew under the pressure of this guy who was like, if I mess up any little thing, he's going to get me and probably wrestle me to the ground and God knows what from there. Um, and it all had to be on and it all had to be right. And every aspect of what you just, that entire list that you just gave, Mark, every piece of that had to be present in that moment. Fortunately, so. Right. Yeah. So he had it to use. He just hadn't had used it for real with that real hardcore mindset before where it's you better do this or else it's going to be bad. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, yeah. Uh, go ahead, Jim. Go ahead, Jim. I was going to say one of the things that we um, with Clear Tai Chi we do is a lot of the internal energy work. And when that energy is turned on, and you have your body structure correct, it does not take much force to break boards or if you're in a fight, break bones. And one of the things that surprised me was when you turn it on and you go into that hard method, how easy it is to break things without even trying. And I think one of the dangers of real Tai Chi fighting is not, it's not designed to be sport. You know, if you're if you're going to have to use this, you're going to use this to try to take the person out as fast as possible and be done. And having seen Tai Chi fighting and, and learning it with you, Sifu, man, it's scary stuff. I would not want to go up against somebody who really knows it. 
because it will move fast. It will move faster than you realize. And it will strike harder than you realize. But I know power of a shot. So it's whatever you weigh times that speed going into each hit. And so you don't have to hit too much, somebody too awful many times if that's right. Yeah. Most, most people's head are not designed to take that and, and body are not designed to take that kind of force of being applied like that. I know one one time I was sparring with Harry and we he was turning it on and and but he was not a hundred percent there. He was moving the right way. And I tried getting in there and he just tapped me very lightly. And I know he was pulling everything because he didn't want to hurt me. But man, it took four days before I got rid of that. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I didn't tell you that because I didn't want you to feel bad. But yeah, I mean, and and I know you are not on completely you were practicing yeah. fully but but you were pulling it a little bit so if, if i did get in there you weren't going to hurt me yeah so the, you know a lot of that in, when they talk about internal i would say the, the strength is internal you don't really see it because the muscles are not tensing like you see get people get yeah, tension locks off weight and it's hard to it's there are ways to apply whole body weight with tension but it's really hard you're not going to be moving a whole lot and normally and other things. And it's hard to sustain because you're having to physically use everything you've got the whole time versus uh, when you're doing it with a connected body, properly relaxed in the Tai Chi, proper real Tai Chi way of doing it. You can sustain it for a long period of time and still have it be very, very correct. So, and, and still with speed and power. Just, it's a different power source than what um, than uh, uh, tension. So it's all your muscles and your body and your weight and your your bones and your muscles and all that. That part's the same. the The tool is there. It's just a different kind of an in what you're doing to get power, different kinds of force, right? Um, it's a whole body weight weighted power. And so there's tricks to making sure that that's on right. Tai Chi does them. Um, Real Tai Chi twin does them um, and all that. And so, yeah. All right, Mark. So, so I just wanted to mention uh, Jim, you, you, the danger was not that Harry would have felt badly if he known that how much he hurt you. The danger was he might've spent a week gloating. <laughs> oh man <laughs> hey if you come into that you know <laughs> yeah that shows you <laughs> oh don't mess with guys from joysy in new york there you go <laughs> i i know what you're talking about though i was i was harry's partner for some of that and there's uh there was definitely some ringing forearms and some other you know shots in there and and you know not that he was trying to to kill me or anything he was just doing the method and i waded in just a little too far and got got zinged and that does explain that statement though when when being interrupted hey i'm doing tai chi here <laughs> <laughs> there you go i took some shots too it's impossible to take that training and not uh, get a little something <laughs> well, that's well you should know you should know what it feels like so you're not Fairly. shocked when you Fairly. get, yeah. well, yeah, right. To a degree. Yes. When people want to know about that one to the head, I'll usually take a shoulder or something and have them do that and, yeah. and tap that. And I've not found anybody in a good long, long time that I've done that to the shoulder and then, and then go, would you really want one of those upside the head? <laughs> like, no. And then usually their buddy's standing there and they're like, but you like really cracked me. And it's like, 
their buddy's like, no, he looked like he did that. Yeah. And so, yeah. All right, Mark. Yeah, I, I was just going to say in regards to the, the power element of that is uh, how long have you been doing this, Harry? The Tai Chi with, with Sifu Clear? Oh, with Sifu Clear, uh, 13-ish years or so. Okay. About, yeah. My partner was uh, one of your students, I think, Diego. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. And so how many years does he have? Mm, at Tai Chi, like one-ish, maybe. Yeah. Okay. So he was my partner. And yeah. by the time we got to the third day, that was killing my arms. Yeah, sure. He, just yeah. The power was amazing. You know? Well, you're learning to use full body weight. And yeah. so like we see if we even every, says. Part of your move and every hit. Yeah. Yeah. It's so even impressive. if you're. Even yeah. if you're a teenage girl and you weigh 120 pounds or something, who wants 120 pounds to their head? By the way, yeah. he was holding a very thick, heavy pad. And what did his shoulder was we had a hundred and about a hundred pound girl mm -hmm. hitting the pad, but correctly. And that's what jacked his shoulder up. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Okay. It was probably the hundred pound girl. It might've been the 80 pound girl, but um, yeah, I don't know. Her it sister. Was, it was one of them. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yep. Brought a whole new respect to fight like a girl. Yeah, right? Yeah. Well, and I mean, it was through a, a heavy bag. And a it serious was like heavy a, bag. You know, a, a night of training or whatever. But, um, but yeah, it jacked up my my shoulder under the under the power of it. And I have been trained to hold up those heavy bags. Like, I, I was one of the uh, trained attackers for when Harry went through that program. and But it had been a while since he'd done it. It had been, but I but I know how to do that, and I've done it a bunch before and uh, and managed to not get injured like that. But the real proper, uh, you know, 100-pound girl was all it took. He might have underestimated the 100-pound girl. Too. I might have, slightly. <laughs> She's not Carly, and that was the trait. If it was Carly, I would have known better. But, um, but yeah, I just have to treat all hundred pound girls like they're Carly. And just <laughs> they're learning how to fight with it. Yeah, yeah. Which that's <laughs> what they were working on. They were doing the hard method. So yeah. Yeah, the, the two that the two things from that hard style that jumped out at me though that really stood out was uh, one was the you explained how the method. Um, turned off fear and put you into the correct mindset for how, fighting. how to work it so that it'll do that. Yes. Yes. Very impressive. You know, it takes, uh, having trained external type martial arts for your, for decades, that's yeah. probably one of the hardest things to try to transmit to a beginner student is how to get over that fear component in combat. If you're in oh, most, uh, if you're frozen in place, if somebody's standing there, mm -hmm. And the fear turns on, it's really hard to turn that fear into anything else but fear, but freezing. Mm -hmm. you know, it'll turn into freezing. Yeah. If you're in motion, it's really hard to, to get overwhelming fear that freezes you, unless, unless what's coming at you is so overwhelming that you're just known to your core that you're doomed. And then mm -hmm. maybe you would freeze then. But if it's not that, then um then if you're if you can easily turn that fear into a flight response and that flight response into a um fight response and you're already mm -hmm. in motion so that's really key that way for how that footwork and all that works to do that the yeah, it's a very effective the the way you explain it taught it was very effective yeah well and it had you not just explain it but how do you do it that's yeah. the key and then do it yeah. under enough to rest to where it's 
going to come through. And that's kind of the hard part because you, you obviously don't want to start too extreme or it just, you know, mess the person up. Um, but you also um, have to build it up to where it's extreme enough that they're getting what they need to get out of it. And it's, it's tricky on the training side. Um, you know, cause ideally what you would do is have somebody standing there that was a fighter. That's not, that, that is in their weight class and towards all those kinds of things, but where it's like, you're going to fight that person. That's going to be with maybe some pads and things for some safety, but they're going to, they're going to punch you in the head. It's going to suck. Mm -hmm. And so you better train with that in mind. And I've just noticed that if you can get somebody on that right page, sometimes with Tai Chi folks, it can be a little hard, <laughs> a little difficult. You know, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate the wanting to be soft, but there's a difference between soft and collapsed. They're not the same thing. By the way, the hard method does not mean tension. Think about it like uh, if you have a wave of water, there's wave, there's water that would come and kind of like surge around you sort of a thing. And then there's a wave that when it gets to you, it picks you up and it carries you. And you're kind of in it, uh, being moved by it. And so, and so that would go towards like a harder water quality. And so, um, anyways, so don't, don't confuse hard and tension for what we're talking about. They're not, that's, it's not a tension based method. Uh, none of the Tai Chi is that if it's done pro properly and fully correctly. All right. So, so the uh, last year when I went over was, uh, was um, covering proper positioning and then some real basic forward, backward stepping. And so yeah. this year, I'm gonna go to that, kind of that next level, moving side to side, just to open them up to the idea, getting used to it. And so yeah. it's, uh, it's gonna be um, dealing with side to side movement and look left, look right with cloud hands. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and so it's just gonna be, we're gonna hit the ground running. So the night before, when we talk about our, our workshop, yeah, the description will all be done there, and then when they get to the training, we're hitting the ground running. It's going to be drill, 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 drill. Where I'm going to start. Yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to level. seeing. I'm looking forward to seeing because of the training and the other experience you've got. You know, with the with the MMA and with the with the lay tie and the and the and the different fighting stuff and the, yeah. and the judo and the and the you know those things. Uh, the uh, and the kickboxing, all of it. Uh, I'll be curious to see how you're training side to side movement in a way that deals with some of the difficulties that can occur for that and getting it, getting it within an hour. That, that should be pretty neat. Well, hopefully it works as good as last year. I thought last year went pretty well. Um, but uh, so the idea is that uh, it'll improve defense by disrupting your opponent's initiative and confidence to attack effectively by adjusting space. You can, if you can, if you can affect their confidence, <clears throat> they oftentimes will not throw full power. <clears throat> if you can get them to be tentative, right? Out, you know, like before they even initiate. If you can make them unsure about how to initiate, they they don't follow through completely because they're really kind of testing. Yeah, they're testing, and so yeah. because they're testing the space to fire to fire on the space, they're not. Most people's testing is not going to be full power. Yeah, and so, so I want them to always be testing. Be, it could be kind of harsh on you. Yeah. I, I don't want them to ever feel confident when they throw it. I want them to always be testing. Yeah. And, uh, and then another thing is, uh, if you move Some of that will go, go to the skill of the other fighter, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and so with that, what I, and you tell me, would be if you got somebody who tested 
and then fired um, and how to deal with that as well. You know, that they get a test, they get a test, but as soon as they test, whether they got something or not, they've gauged what they could gauge and then they fire on it. Cause some people will fight. Some people will just start swinging. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Coming in there like mad in the first place. Now, if they're against somebody that's like deer in the headlights, they'll just run them over and, and beat them really fast. But if you get a fight, I've seen fighters, like some of the stuff in the tough man competitions were good for seeing this because about a third of the people who showed up would come out and then the bell would ring or whatever. And they would just boom, 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 boom. And here they come, everything they got. And some people, you'd see them go down to that right quick. Or two people doing that. And one or both of them would end up out for the next round. But then you'd get somebody in there doing, they'd do that against somebody who really knew how to fight. And the dude would just kind of, you know, be moving well. And about 30 seconds out, this person who keeps hitting air and or when they struck him, it's it's like gliding, glancing blows that aren't doing much. And they get they get winded. They get exhausted. Mm-hmm. And it becomes a really different fight after that. Yeah. And so that's another thing. If you move properly with the side to side movement, um, you end up making the opponent's attack arrive earlier late which means you don't absorb the full blow. Yeah. Because you're not we're standing where he thought you were going to be. You're not in the sweet spot where, where it yeah. is. Yeah. Um, and, and it'll that's, put you, if you do it properly, I'm sorry, go ahead. What's that? No, I was going to say something that's really important about um, the clear method of fighting is that from my perspective, from the only two times that I've actually had to do hand-to-hand combat in a war situation was... I was already exhausted before it started. I had already, the one time I probably had gone for two or three days without sleeping or eating. Um, so yeah, that's all fun. of these wonderful techniques where you jump up and use full power and, and all these, <laughs> it wasn't there to begin with. I mean, maybe for the first five or 10 seconds to adrenaline, and then it makes it worse when it's going to be a three hour battle. Um, yeah. So that is one of the things that I think is really important. It's like, hey, you're not going to go into a real fight situation in a war where, oh, yeah, I've had a good night's sleep. I've been eating regularly. Uh, I've still stayed nice, warm. I've stayed nice and cool. No, then you're miserable when it, it gets down to that situation. Things have gone horribly wrong before you have to. Actually, yeah. go ahead. Yep. Well, and in the street, who's the criminal? The criminal doesn't normally go after somebody that looks like I'm ready for you. You know, they're going after people that look like they're low on sleep, having a bad day, uh, mm-hmm. less capable, and all that stuff. They're going after. They're going after the the victim over sixty five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All that. Well, and that's you know to bring it kind of full circle to uh, the question Mark posed sort of at the beginning of all of this um, is, you know, is, is Tai Chi even a martial art? And uh, well, obviously it is, um, you know, tai Chi Chuan is that way. Tai Chi Chuan. The stuff is. they're calling Tai Chi that they're specifically calling it as Tai Chi. They'll tell you the, the people really doing that. That's not a martial art. And they're right. They're right. But, <laughs> but the people that are really doing it as a martial art are really doing it as a martial art. Now, is it the most effective martial art out there? I mean, you know, if you really just wanted self-defense, there's faster, um, there's faster systems to like get you that. Now the hard method being kind of an exception to that because the hard method is probably the fastest, like real self-defense method that can be imparted the quickest. 
that I've seen out there. But um, but in terms of like the complete art of Tai Chi Chuan, it's not really about that. It wasn't really about that. It, it wasn't about becoming like the best fighter as fast as you possibly could. It was about staying a competent, you know, remaining a competent fighter and, so, and, and able to defend yourself well into old age. It was all the old masters that got together and started comparing notes about how can we do this and how can we keep up with these guys and deal with what they can bring, but without doing all that fancy jumping around and all that stuff, because we're old and, and tired half the time. Like we can't do it that way, but we still need to be able to defend ourselves against that. And so for anyone who is thinking about martial arts for realistic self-defense, coming at it from that perspective and recognizing that like, I'm going to have to be able to defend myself if it's real against someone who's probably going to be bigger and stronger than me, they're probably going to pick the time. I'm not going to choose the time. They're going to come attack me, um, you know, out of the blue. They're, they're going to, they're, they're going to do it when they think they have an advantage. And so that's where Tai Chi really excels as a martial art. But the problem is that people don't take that. People assume that the art will give them that. And that's not quite how it works. You have to take responsibility for that and train for that with the art. And that's possible for you to get out of the art of Tai Chi, but you have to be coming at it from that perspective and with that mindset and really working towards that as a goal. And if you're not doing those things, then Tai Chi won't just magically impart that skill to you. You have to really- Doing the set again and again and again does not, does not produce that result. Right. And even sparring against people that are just your size and strength and in your weight class. And, and don't know anything about what they're doing. Right. That's not going to do it either. Like you, it, it really, if you want that skill, it's there to be had in Tai Chi, but you have to train for it specifically. And with that in mind, um, and not how, enough people do that. <laughs> how you practice is how you perform. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so that's uh, one of the most important things in our push hands method, for example, is that, um, you know, we say it early and often is play with as many people as you can and as many types of people as you can and play with people that are a lot bigger than you play with people that are a lot smaller than you like play with, um, you know, all sorts of different body types and shapes and strategies and skill sets and natural abilities and whatever else um, and learn how to deal with it all because that's what Tai Chi is for. And so, yes, it is. Um, there are, there are really expedient ways to just get the self-defense, but Tai Chi is that much bigger picture, much more, um, kind of all encompassing and, and a much more sophisticated martial art. If you study it all the way through, um, you know, you could just, if you just wanted by sophisticated, by the way, it doesn't mean intricately difficult because that doesn't work very well in self-defense situations. Right. It's sophisticated in that the logic that's behind it, the strategy, the strategic understanding and application of your body with the proper mindsets is really intelligent. It's really smart mm -hmm. for that kind of a thing. Um, um, you know, and if you look at a lot of people think of Thai boxing, I'll use that as an example for a minute, as being kind of a dumb martial art. And I don't mean dumb like it doesn't work, it works fine, but they think, well, you hit the other guy, bang. And you elbow the other guy, bang, and you and you use these kicks, and it's sort of simple like that. And for the basic moves, it's not there's not a whole lot of moves to it. It's like generally speaking, now some of the Muay Thai styles have a different thing, but your Thai boxing, it's like a dozen techniques or something. I mean, it's not a vast martial art. 
but you train those moves under a very wide variety of circumstances and speeds and distances and sizes and, and all kinds of things and to position them and to use them from different positions that you're going to be in, which can be quite a range when you've got an active opponent. And so they take those things and do a lot with them. And that's the and that stuff with the understanding of the distances and the timing. That's where the sophistication comes in. That makes a difference where you get a tie boxer or where what he's going to do is he's going to kick you or punch you. Well, so does kickboxing. And yet he goes up against the average kickboxer and destroys them. The timing understandings and the positioning understandings and the use of those tools understandings um, is different. And different enough to make that difference. And so that's the sophistication. And in Tai Chi, it's that kind of a, that those kind of things that there's a bit more, quite a bit more tools in the art and the toolbox, but the understanding and the fleshing them out, that is really what our fast apps mm -hmm. is. That's what I'm doing with a bunch of it. Is I'm trying to give you an idea for different distances and different positions and stuff that that's right there in front of you. That's really like you're doing, like you're doing the move. And most people, they see that and they go, well, I just placed my hand there. And it's like, no, you just did like 10 different things. You just don't, you don't, you don't have the eyes for it because you've not, studied it like that but in that program i'm absolutely putting that across sorry go ahead i was just to say another thing uh, by, know, by the way that's at clearmartialarts.com yeah that's module, that's module five <laughs> yes. right, go ahead another thing that in the past i was looking for when i was assessing martial arts to figure out how to proceed right was uh whatever martial art it is when someone jumps me can i do this cold not warmed up and so uh a thing that i think that the ex the outside world's not understanding is that if you're practicing tai chi you're developing a tai chi body where you're ready to go without warming up you don't have to sit and like stretch and out mind. or something yeah. what's that tai chi body and mind yeah yep and so and so the more i do the tai chi the better the outcome is where i can just have somebody come up and do something and it just kind of works yeah, right it now. almost works better where because it's without thought it's yep. spontaneous yep yeah yeah and there's a there's a demo we did where we've got it all on one of our we've got it on one of our videos that we use for a demo thing where i'm at a at a it was actually in peoria and i was at a uh doing a workshop up there and there were like 50 people who had shown up for a demonstration on the first night and this guy that's pretty pretty stout comes out of the audience and is like, would you do some of that stuff to me? And it was like, yeah, fine, whatever. And so did some of it. And at some point when I was like, well, go ahead and grab my arm. And I'm thinking, hold your arm out there, grab my arm, like, you know, grab my arm. I'm going to do this thing. And the guy snatches my arm. What am I? Oh, yeah. You know, because the guy, you know, you see it on the video, the guy goes airborne and over. And it's instantly, it's a touch, but he surprised me. And I was, and it was, it was that thing where even though I was like walking it off, it just surprised and my body reacted with appropriate stuff. And it was just like, it hit me get really badly um, injured because it sent him sailing and it's on the, it's on the video. You can see it. <laughs> uh, something I noticed early on when I first started doing this with you is I was taking, so I was pulling movements randomly out of the form. And what I was looking for was um, startle reflex. So what happens is you go in, you know, certain things when you, when people do naturally, when they go into like a startle, 
Yeah. And so a lot of the movements lend themselves to that startle reflex. Most of them. Mm-hmm. And then you, and then you, then the ball's rolling. Once you go into the startle reflex, you're, you're, it, yep. then it just kind of does its thing. Yep. And what it is, it's, it's in Tai Chi, it would be worded as a, as a, as a, an exchange or a change from yin to yang. But then there's, there's slow exchange and you're doing a lot of that in the form, which is really healthy and good for the whole nervous system in a lot of different ways and, and other body parts because of that. But then it can be done where that exchange from one to the other is really extremely rapidly quick. And the uh, and then when it's fast enough, it becomes very, very, very explosive and very, very uh, powerful. It is uh, one of the kind of the genius aspects of Tai Chi that's like built into the system that you don't necessarily have to be aware of in order to benefit from it. But it, it is, it's a combination of factors, but it's what you just talked about, Mark, is that Tai Chi has a number of, like a lot of, of movements that cover a range of different kind of natural fear responses, body responses to being like startled. And so, um, but, but it moves through them and it keeps moving through them and it moves through them in very intelligent ways that are very martially responsive and effective. And so if you do get startled like that, more often than not, if you've been training the Tai Chi, you know, the Tai Chi twin for the fighting the way that we do and self-defense, you're going to find yourself in a position that is familiar and that you have smart, intelligent motions, like from that position that are, that are, you know, responsive and that cover you in different ways, even if you don't quite know what's going on yet. Yeah. Tai Chi, as most people know, it is, even though there is the hard and the soft, it is primarily soft and softer and softer. Right. And if you want to, if you want your nervous system to be really fast, the way to do it, the softer you are, the faster the nervous system can operate the more, the, the softer you are, the more tense you are, the, 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 it slows the nervous system down. Fastest nervous system I've ever seen, it was pointed out to me uh, by uncle when Chase was a baby, is babies. Mm-hmm. Baby, a baby will, if any little thing, you watch their whole body, their whole body will, will jump to anything. And you're not trying to do that, obviously, because it's sort of a traumatizing sort of an effect. Um, but they all do it. Um, and the point being that, that it's very, very, very quick. You can see that it's very quick when you know, when you know what you're looking at and you're looking at them. It's not hard to see it though. Um, the, uh, and so it has to do with that softness as you get older and more tense, then, you know, maybe your nervous system comes on board. If something happens, maybe tomorrow your nervous system will show up for it, but you know, it, it takes a lot longer, but the softer, the more, uh, the softer training, obviously the faster and more responsive and you can use it properly, it, it translates to speed power at contact. You don't need distance for it if it's right. I think it's worth mentioning also when the body has any kind of stress, you're worried about something, you have all kinds of stress. The best way to relieve that is to do something like get up and move, right? And so if one of your main uh, stress relieving movements happens to be that you're practicing your Tai Chi. Well, then you've already trained your body under stress to move like that. Right. So then if you have an, an, yes. And if you have an acute stress, like you're being attacked, your body will naturally go into that solution. Yep. If you're training, if you're training right and properly and enough, then yes. 
and you can make it part of your daily life as opposed to just when you're doing the set. This is part of what we do at Clear Tai Chi. <laughs> Clear Tai Chi twin. Um, so obviously moving back and forth is like a, a, the first way to learn stepping would, and that makes perfect sense. Oh, actually, oh, back and forth, right. Forward and back. Okay. But one question is, so would the second, the second level would moving diagonally forward and back at an angle, would that be a good response or side to side a better second step tai chi uses those and, and it's real thing it's it's typically going to be at an angle like you're talking about Di diagonally back and forth yeah. in some form yeah okay Thank almost you. always almost always and like like it could be forward or back it could be side to side but most of the time it's going to be on a quadrant off to off to an angle like that at a diagonal of some sort even though it might be a more acute or more obtuse and uh, um, diagonal. It's still typically a diagonal. Phil, that that would that fits in if you look at organically how people evolve in fighting. Uh, that fits kind of in with the side to side. Side to side is where you start getting into the odd angle. So it's at a rudimentary level, it'll just be right left. But that's that's where you're going to start to get more uh, intricate stepping patterns. You're adjusting to the situation basically. Yeah, it takes it from being a line to really moving on that plane. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, and, but but, it, but uh, to be clear, Mark wasn't talking about like an official training progression for footwork or anything. This is just something that he's noticed that like uh, as you get more sophisticated fighters, they come with more sophisticated footwork and typically in these kinds of ways. So cool. All right, Mark, anything else that you wanted to put out there today? Nope, that's it. Just we'll work on, we're all, all I'm doing is this is very rudimentary. I want to get people open to the idea and lay out the kind of the rationale behind the sideways movement, get people comfortable with the idea. Cool. And it'd be, it'd be useful to a beginner as well as an advanced person. What well, that's one of the many classes that you can see at the Tai Chi, Clear Tai Chi Family, International Family Gathering this year. And as you can tell, he's he's excited about that topic. So he's done. He did a different aspect of it last year. We'll probably do a different aspect of it again next year. The uh, and so if you're wanting to come out and see some of this and experience it live and firsthand and put and get hands on and have fun and great food and good times and more fun and all that, come to the Clear Tai Chi International Family Gathering in June. Uh, first full weekend in June uh, at the Hilton Hotel at the, at the Knoxville Airport, which is actually in Alcoa, Tennessee. And the website for that is TaiChiGathering.com. And even if for some reason, you know, you can't make it this year or whatever, check out the website, um, you know, see what's involved, keep it in mind for when you might have an opportunity to join us. And, uh, you know, you can... Uh, if you're if you're into, into Tai Chi and uh, even if you can't make it yourself, you can still like share on social media on like Facebook and Twitter with just one click directly from the page. Um, there's a downloadable flyer if you want to print some out and pass them out if you've got Tai Chi students or people that you hang out with that might be interested in this. Um, you can still help us make this a hugely successful event, um, even if you can't make it yourself. So check out 
what's available for everybody at TaiChiGathering.com. Keep it in mind. Try to put it on your calendar. If you can join us, we'd love to see you there. Um, but even if you can't make it, please help us spread the word. Yep. And then um, for the the uh, fighting, we've got three different DVDs, two or three different ones, including the eye, throat, and groin shots of Tai Chi. It's, it's how every move has at least one of them in there. Uh, we've got the uh, extreme bone breaks, which is new as of this recording. Uh, and we've got the module uh, five in our intermediate program that's available to people. You don't have to have done the other stuff to get that. And that's at um, clearmartialarts.com. Mm -hmm. and um, avail yourself of those materials and thank you for watching and all that good stuff um, thank you everybody thank you mark great topic today and looking forward to seeing it at the gathering this year um, everybody please stay on the call after because i got one or one other thing from our business meeting that i forgot to put across that i'll make sure to ask you so or tell you so stay on for a minute all right but thanks uh, thank you thanks folks at home and more next time. And now, a word from our sponsor. Tai Chi fights with internal power. The moves are important, but without internal power, it is just empty choreography. It is even said that with the right internal power skills, you could defend yourself with just one move. On FightingTaiChi.com, I proved the point. I created a course that teaches the must-haves for generating internal power and a bunch of different ways to use that internal power for self-defense. Each of the applications comes right from the very first move in most Tai Chi forms. And although it's all the same move, it does a lot of different things when you put the internal power into it. The sequence of the first move in Tai Chi shows you how to do that. Get it right now at FightingTaiChi.com. That's FightingTaiChi.com.